and welcome to episode 56 of the Checkpoint Done podcast. It's the 5th of December 2017, and I'm Terry, and joining me as always is Darren. Good evening. Hi, Darren. How are you? I am fantastic. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. A little bit tired. A little bit tired. How, how, how's, how's the past couple of weeks been for Darren? How's it going? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Uh, it's coming up to that time of year where I'm just trying to get everything done before Christmas, before a nice 10 days off. So yeah, it's normally kind of busy this time of year. Uh, Christina's out working out pretty much five o'clock every morning, which means Darren's up at five o'clock every morning because even though she walks around like a stealth ninja, she wakes me up. She's not a stealth ninja, trust me. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, sarcasm, right, okay. Sarcasm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I get up at five, go to bed about nine-ish when she gets in, uh, and not in a good sexy way, just like bed tired now, and then back up at five. So so this is like <laughs> middle of the night for me. Is this just part and parcel of the Christmas thing? Or? Yeah, so I mean, I, I'm quite busy at work. I've got quite a lot to do. So I, I'm, I'm being in the office from about half six every morning. So it's just like, eh, might as well go in there. <laughs> Really? Uh, yeah, so mm. I mean, it's all good. It's all good. We've all got, what, two and a half weeks and then uh, and then break off for Christmas. So all good. And then you can stop being narky about getting up at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice. Uh, apart from that, we've done some um, adulting stuff. I won't bore people with the details, but if you listen to the last two episodes, um, it's a continuation of that. Mm-hmm. So monies and solicitors and banks and all that kind of bollocks. So that's been taking up quite a lot of time, and uh, yeah, entertaining this last weekend as well. I met Nick down. He needed a weekend away because uh, uh, stress and stuff. So came down. I housed him for the weekend. Nice. It was pretty good. Cool. Yeah, we played many games. Played much of Switch, um, uh, which we'll discuss later. But yeah, yeah, just generally pretty busy. No, that sounds like a typical Christmas thing. Yeah, yeah. But they'll, the next couple of weeks, they'll be more family orientated, and you'll love that. Mm, mm. Can't wait. <laughs> I've seen pictures that show how happy you are around Christmas and family. Well, the thing. <laughs> so I think the thing is because obviously we're, we're busy at work and stuff, and we come back and we just chill and relax. Yeah. And, you know, bang the TV on nice and quiet. Most noise we get is cats jumping on his laps and stuff. But, you know, you can push those to one side and just let them go to sleep. It's a very strange experience um, going up from parents because there's, there's what, there'll be eight adults there and four kids running around and playing and a TV on in each room and a radio on in the kitchen. And it's just like, it's the most mentally disturbing thing. Sensory <laughs> overload. <laughs> it, it absolutely is. It really is. So much so that we we just try and go and hide, hide in the corner because it's just too much going on. I mean, granted, uh, my brother and sister have got families, so they used kids running around all the time and all the rest of it. But we're just not. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so yeah. In fact, by the time we've recorded the next episode, I will have been the weekend just gone. Mm. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> Fun times ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 what about yourself? So because I work. Uh, a proper place, Darren. No, I've got a proper job mm. now. I had my first like official proper like work Christmas do. Oh, not like your your work present from your boss. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah, you do. Oh, uh, what? Come tear into the storeroom. It's Christmas again. Oh, no mistletoe. That's <laughs> uh, where he hung it. There was a problem. <laughs> ah, that could be why. Huh. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so my boss, who works and lives in London, uh, was up uh, this past weekend, just gone. Friday night, went out for a work meal. It was just the, the three people that consist of the company that I work for, just kind of yeah. chatting shit, drinking a uh, couple beers and having meals and talking about the, the state of the business, which was fun. And mm. uh, then the day after was like, ha ha, here's 20-odd people. Let's all get Ouch. pissed. And it helps that the uh, managing director of the company has like a bottomless bank account, Fantastic. shall we put it. And uh, went to this very fancy, or it felt very fancy, this place called Dock 29 in Leeds, if you know where the Royal Armoury Museum is, which a lot of people probably won't. But a mm. uh, very fancy place. Uh, it was done to like a winter wonderland thingy. It was really good. Uh I think it was like a 60 quid a head meal. It was proper like a la carte food and um, just bottomless alcohol. 
Nice. Well, the, we were warned beforehand because um, me and the woman that I work with, um, this is our first Christmas do with this place, and they basically right. said, watch for the boss. He doesn't like empty glasses. And it's like, oh, shit. Um, so it was like wine on the table. You'd take like two sips of it, and they'd be coming around topping it back up for you. Uh, nice. And then it was, uh, uh, what was it? Johnny Walker Black Label. Nice. With Coke. And then my boss tried to get me plastered with vodka and lime. Um, okay. Now, you know what? Uh, I, I I can be swayed with a vodka lime. That was actually really nice. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Vodka, plenty of ice, a lime wedge, squeeze a lime in, and just go to town. Mm. It, it, it's actually really fucking nice. And yeah, it was just, it was nice to see people in a relaxed environment rather than a hectic workplace. Yeah, and just kind of get to talk to people I've not really spoke to, and just kind of just be, just us be just fucking goofy and silly. And then the place stopped serving. I think it was about twelve o'clock. Yeah, and then we walked into Leeds and and did you know more drinky things. But it was it was really good. Um, for the amount I I drank, I actually got like commended for the fact that I held my own, which was good. So that Thank either you. means that I didn't drink enough, or everyone else are lightweights. Oh, well, I've um, seen you do drink. You probably didn't drink enough. Huh. <laughs> Maybe it was... A, I don't know. No. Terry, do you want to drink? Oh, no, no. I've been nursing this one for three hours. It's uh, it's not quite room temperature yet, but... Uh... So that's the difference between me drink, me buying my own and having it bought for you. It's oh, surpri- so you're a tight ass. Is that what There you go. I'm a Yorkshireman. It's surprising how, when you don't have to pay for it, how quickly those drinks go down. Huh. Uh, it, no, like legit, it was just no, like. I've never experienced that. Really? No, what? I have. I'm... It's sarcasm again. God damn it, sarcasm. Um, but it was just one of those where it was just like I think I had like four of those vodka lime things, and they were they were quite a lot in those. And I oh, know it was good. I enjoyed it. It was cool. it was weird. Anyway, that's stuff mm. we've done. Let's get on to facepalm. Darren. Yes. Has anything? I mean, you stay off of social media now, so surely nothing should annoy you. Uh, no, so um, social media. My, I, I'm very happy with my state of social media. So uh, I mean, this isn't the facepalm, but just um, I've seen these screenshots. Facebook doesn't like it if you don't go on on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> you sent me that screenshot where it was just like, "Sonso's put a post up. Why don't you go ahead and see what it's like?" Eh? And do you know eh? what? Since that, I've had another three. Hey, Darren, have you seen what Person X said about Person Y? No, I don't care. But okay, well, I'm I'm gonna leave this notification here anyway, so you're gonna have to fucking like like no. <laughs> it's um, the most egregious bullshit in the fucking world. But no, I I guess one thing that, and again, this isn't really a face palm, but because um, so I mentioned I had Nick down the weekend, uh, so we had the mm. telly on in the background while we were doing stuff and chatting and just talking bollocks and putting the world to rights. And what I noticed is more and more, whether it's perfume adverts or it's aftershave adverts. They're all exactly the same. They all make zero fucking sense. It's some noir kind of bollocks, and it's like man, woman. Then there's a bit in between which you can replace with aliens, explosions, cars, bikes, sea, da da da. They'd be way better. (laughs) I know. The man and woman are at the end, together at the end, and they're like, oh, the toilet. And it's just like, shade. What the fuck was that all about? (laughs) It's like they're trying to compact an entire story into like a minute. And none of them make any sense, and they're just handsome bastards who don't live in the real world. So this reminds me of, and I think they got it down perfectly, if you remember The Simpsons' Mr. Plough? Yes. uh, And he gets some ad company to do him an advert, and it is this like really posh black and white advertisement that has absolutely fuck all to do with his product. Yeah, yeah. And it just reminds me of that, and it, it, yeah. I also watch those things and think, I actually like say out loud, what the fuck? That has nothing to do with anything. Well, we even got to the point. I mean, we'd had some beers and stuff, but it was about ten o'clock on um, on the Saturday night, and I think we watched. I, I can't remember which channel it was on, but it was just something ticking over in the background. And on occasion, we both stopped, looked, went, "What the fuck was that about?" <laughs> that made zero <laughs> sense. It's just like, well, what are you trying to tell us? You trying to tell us that if you smell like that, then you're going to get that chick? Never going to happen. There was one that I remember vividly, which was Charlize Theron walking okay. down a corridor and just kind of stripping off. And I'm just like, 
in no way, shape, or form would this ever happen. And I, I can't remember, was it like a Chanel advert or something? And it's like, mm. but what does that have to do with smelling good? I, I know, I know. Do you, remember, do you remember when adverts used to be funny and actually watchable? Yes, yes, they I do. They were good. In, in, now, in fact, I, I was actually thinking about it before I put it on here. And if you want to get an advert that ma- makes people want to buy their good stuff, then the Lynx adverts, mm. they were perfect. It's just like, right, I'm in a bar. I'm going to smell this. I'm going to do a little bit of dancing. These chicks are mine. Yeah. And that had a lot more impact than something that probably cost millions to do. And that was just to hire out the celebrity that endorsed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, it makes me wonder if these adverts actually work. I mean, I know obviously they sell the products, but it's based off the scent. Do you think people actually watch these adverts and think, yeah, I can relate to that, and then like go out and spend like a ridiculous amount of money? I think I, we're not I, the target audience for this. I, I don't think we are, no. No? No. no. Uh. I'll stick to my uh, Sanex for men. Yep. <laughs> oh, what about yourself? So, I don't know if this is a face palm. It, it kind of was because I, I made a big furore about it in the office. So, Detroit Become Human had a trailer, I believe it was Paris Games Week. A um, couple mo- okay. months ago, I'm guessing you didn't see the footage. Nope. Uh, it basically centered around a dad and a daughter and it was kind of a child abuse kind of thing thing okay uh, now this is a scene within a game that's probably gonna go on for about i don't know about eight ten hours maybe okay. yeah, call it call it six hours if you want to go on the low end so mps are all over it there's uh, what? NSPCC and not, I nearly said NSPC yeah. NSPCC are all over this because it's like I can't believe they're depicting this I think the quote I read at one point said people could get off on this and it's just like what? It's all. It, but the thing is though is that you're not obviously participating in that you play the character that could try and prevent this and you know try and change this up and all this that and the other and that's that's what it's all about and people are just going absolutely wild about it to the point of where they're wanting to contact sony to try and remove either that scene from the game or just remove the game completely jesus fucking christ and to me it's i went off on one yesterday because i was just very fucking upset because it's in films that it's in tv it's in media as a whole and just because it's a part of this game it will probably be a maybe five ten minute tops scene mm. that depicts it it's trying to I, I feel like with some things it's trying to be a bit edgy with stuff and yeah okay. i feel that games need that they need to kind of push those boundaries sometimes you know to I don't know. Maybe I don't think it's been done to like sense. It's certainly not been done to sensationalize it. It's more of a look. This happens. We know it happens. We're not trying to make a big deal out of this. But this is something that is out in the world. But you, you can prevent this. You can stop this from happening. You know. And uh, I mean, the the video that they showed uh, at Paris Games Week show different outcomes depending on the stuff that you do. Okay. It's just the fact that people have just gone all out about it. And this Paris Games Week was, what, last month, month before? Yeah, it was a while back now. And now suddenly all of a sudden people are getting in on it. And I I, I don't know. I, I, I understand people don't want it to be sensationalized in media. The problem is, is that it happens. It's not just games that do it. Like I said, there are films and other mediums that that show this sort of stuff, but it doesn't mean it's real. Hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe maybe it's the act of participating in a scene surrounded by that, but it's not you that's doing it. If it was you that was doing it and slapping the shit out of a kid, I could understand there being a problem. Hmm. And why the fuck would you have that in a game? However, I I, I don't know. It it just baffled me when I read it. It's just like, could could you sit through a film? And if anything like that, yeah, you'd feel uncomfortable. But you think, oh, they're only acting it out. It's fine. Sure, yeah. What's the difference? You know, I, I, I don't know. It, it it got my back up. I understand the conversation needs to be had, but I don't, in this day and age, and we've joked about it before, about petitions on the internet and all this, that, and the other, it's yeah. pointless. 
to be fair, I've not seen the trailer, the advert, the the whatever. So it, for me, it's out of context. But uh, I'm going to check it out just see how bad it is. But my gut feeling is the internet is overreacting because Shocker. they never do anything like that. I I don't seem to think it showed any contact. You know what I mean? I didn't show the guy slapping the kid. It showed mm. like the aftermath of where he was apologizing and she was crying. Okay. I think that's about the extent, unless they cut that out of the trailer and it does happen and it does show it in the game. Okay. But um, but yeah, I don't know. If it, it was something that came up and it was like, this was two months ago. How has it taken you this long to get on the bandwagon? But Well, everybody's been so pissed off about microtransactions. It, well, exactly. It just felt like, what else can we can like complain about? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that was Face Palm. Let's talk about some happier things, Darren. Yes. Let's talk about what we've played. Let's. Checkpoint. Darren, have you been playing anything? And if so, what have you been playing? I have been playing stuff. Um, not that much, to be honest. Let's see. I have seen the titles roll on Super Mario Odyssey. Mm, and how was that experience for you? So good. So good. It, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's um, so much so that it's kind of left me in a little bit of a gaming funk. Oh, no. Yeah. So Nick and I were playing it most of the weekend. And uh, to be fair, when you start getting to the end world, some of that shit is a bit tricky. Mm. But we got through it all. Uh, we plowed through it and uh, we saw the titles roll. And uh, now it's off to do the end game because there is an end game, Terry. When you told me that there was stuff after credits, I'm like, that 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 makes me so happy that, that there is more to do. Yeah, so I, I, I currently don't know how much more there is to do, mm. but it gives you an incentive to go back to the other worlds to go do stuff that you couldn't do before. Right, okay. There's definitely another map opened up, and it kind of says, oh, go do X, um, and let's see what you can unlock. Oh, I like unlocking things. Now, <clears throat> I have found... Now, I'm going to have to keep my voice down a little bit, otherwise the internet will lose their shit, Terry. Oh, Darren Dunn, for <clears throat> the love of God. I have found a super cool game-breaking bug that developers don't want you to have. This sounds like one of those like adverts like at the bottom of a page, like, Man finds secret! Click here to find out how! That's exactly what it is. <laughs> right, now check this shit out. Oh, God, Darren. Okay, so okay. once you get to the end level, uh, uh-huh. when you go to the shop, uh-huh. um, you can. There, there are many, many, many outfits you can unlock. Okay, microtransactions. No, 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 no. So oh, you go oh, around. Oh, okay. you, no, okay. you uh, uh, by collecting moons, you can unlock these certain outfits, and you can do hmm. stuff. And I've had a quick Google, and unlocking some of these outfits will give you uh, special things. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so there's there's like one that. If you get a certain outfit, you get, I, th- I think you can do something and you get like 30 seconds of inner vulnerability. Oh, okay. Now, Terry, uh-huh. if you can't be asked collecting the moons, uh-huh. now keep this quiet. You can buy some DLC called an amiibo. Huh. And if you touch the amiibo on the switch, it unlocks this outfit. Whoa! Sorry, sorry. The internet will go fucking nuts. Oh, it's different when it's a little plastic figure. <laughs> <laughs> I know, um, but but yeah. So um, now I think there are shed loads of moons in this because mm-hmm. I think one of the top outfits was. It says, "Oh, you've still got five hundred moons to collect before you can unlock this one." <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> fucking hell! I believe yeah. you can buy moons from the shop yeah so the uh, each one of the shops does sell moons but mm. um now from from doing again this dlc called amiibos um if you touch i think you can have three at a time and you can have um uh, whichever figurine you touch they'll go off and come back about five minutes later with a hint on where to get the moons from ah uh, okay so you can do it that way. Oh, I think you can pay like 50 gold to the little dude and he'll also give you hints. Mm-hmm. So you can buy um, a three amiibo pack, um, which is uh, Bowser, Princess Peach and Mario all in the wedding outfits. That's 60 quid. Wow. 
Um, obviously, I haven't dropped on it, but I was just curious to see. 60 quid DLC, that sounds expensive, Darren. 60 quid DLC, so you can unlock stuff that you would normally have to grind for, Terry. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> Form a <laughs> petition! I'm going to go on the internet and tell them I'm very outraged. <laughs> um, but it does look good. I mean, I, I'm more than happy to grind it because um, a mechanic that unlocks at a point in the game allows you to more easily find them. Uh, okay. So yeah, there's there's something that happens like ah okay now I'll go back and I'll do stuff and ooh now I've got extra stuff. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty cool. I enjoyed it. Um, I do still go keep going back to it, but as it stands at the moment, no game is giving me that same sense of joy. Yeah, I, I I've been, I have been playing this. I was on that beach world. And they moved on to the snow world. Mm. Uh, I think I'm still in the snow world. However, I've I've nearly completed that. But it was like I, I think the seals in like fucking like Eskimo. Like yep. Okay. It's like oh, that's adorable. I'll have a I'll buy an amiibo of one of those. Oh wait, no, I don't want to buy any DLC. <laughs> um, that game is really good. It's really it, charming. It it really is. Um, uh, as I said, towards the end, I think last last level. I found fairly challenging because it's mm-hmm. kind of right right now everything you've learned through the game let's put it all together right okay and you were just like man and uh, th- th- there's like this one section uh which the checkpoint was pretty rough um mm-hmm. so it, I mean it was good it, it, you learned a lot of muscle memory because it was just like right do this and jump there and go through there and do that and jump in that and do that and kill that and um so it, it was funny. We were playing on the Saturday night, and we we kept getting stuck, keep getting his ass kicked. But um, obviously, we'd had a few beers. Yeah, came down Saturday morning. Uh, sorry, Sunday morning. A bit of a hangover. Put a brew on, and uh, just flew through it. First go, and I was like, Ah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sense of exploration and just trying things out and for yeah. them to work and uh, absolutely you rewarded, rewarded for it. For them. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, it was like the, uh, the, the beach world and just kind of exploring that and finding little coves and all this, that and like little secret bits and, and stuff. It's, it's chock full of them. Yeah. I, I've done, a, I've done a 180 on that compared to how I felt when I first started playing it, which I think I came across as though I was being a bit of a miserable git on this one, but the more you play it, the more it grows on you, and the more charming it is, and the, yeah. the the more the little intricacies like stick out even more. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, for that beach world, for example, I remember running along the beach, and I'm, I, so you got some little ginnels, and it was like, right, well, I'll jump up there. Oh, I'll catch them up there. I can't double jump. Um, yeah, how am I going to do that? And then you you unlock that um, that squiddy thing, and you're like, yeah. I wonder if I can get that up that beach. And then you do, and it's like there's a little puddle at the bottom. It's like, fantastic. Yep. <laughs> I was like, man, that's so clever. Uh, it, it was the, that that kind of blew my mind. And then there was the going to the water. I think there was like a water, or like a river or something. Mm. I just thought, oh, there looks to be an opening down. Oh, sure as shit, there's an opening down there. Oh, I'm in a little cave. Yeah. Oh, I wonder what's going on. Oh, there's treasure chests. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, just doing stuff in there. It, I don't know. That game is great. I mean, it, it had a fucking gigantic squid that had lava on its head, and then I used a squid to do stuff and slam yeah, it. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it's great. It's a great yeah, game. Yeah. It's a great game. What else have you been playing, Darren? So I have been playing South Park, The Fr- Fractured But Hole. Easy for you to say. Uh, yep. How, how um, is that game? It's okay. And I think I'm playing it at the wrong time. Because it's okay. good, uh, and I'm enjoying the story. Combat is interesting this time around, so you can actually move squares where I don't think you could last time. But it's one of those that, as you go around, you learn certain powers, do certain things. And I'm kind of... And I think because I've just finished Mario, it's just like you kind of start every level with every single power you need. You just need to be better. Yeah. Where in this, it's just like, well, how can I get up there? And it's like, oh, well, that power's not lock- unlocked yet. And that's not unlocked yet. And you need this to do that. And I'm like, oh, I just want to do it now. Sure, yeah. So it's kind of different. I'm finding it a bit grindy. 
And again, not, not that there's anything wrong with it. It's just that obviously I've spent 20 odd hours in Mario and it's just, this feels a bit, bit of a backward step. Mm. Um, but I'll persevere and I'll get through it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, played quite a lot of Mario Kart on Saturday night. Uh, so that's a very good game for, right. Well, I'll do one and then you do a race and that you, uh, and just passing the controller around. Yeah, so that was good. So 100cc cup is now complete with uh, stars in the mall. That's nice. good. And then just finally, I've been playing Animal Crossing. Animal On Crossing, the... the mobile version. Oh, Pocket Camp. Okay, T- tell me about Animal Crossing, Darren. You like Animal Crossing. I love Animal Crossing. I have deleted this game. Oh, okay. I was not genuinely expecting that. <laughs> Go on. So it started off okay, and it it feels like Animal Crossing. It looks like Animal Crossing, but I feel it's just missing its soul. So I, I, I put a lot of time into Animal Crossing on 3DS, and I keep going back to it, and I'll spend a couple of evenings playing in it. This has got similar mechanics, but I think the pay to... I mean, to be fair, it starts off and it says, this game is free to start. However, if you want to continue playing, you give us some cash. Ah, uh, Okay. So all it is, is you've got your little picnic camp and you can you can craft furniture and put it in and make it all shiny. But the entire game is about speaking to uh, people and you get the hearts up to three. So mm-hmm. that, that means you can befriend them. Then you ask them to come to your little picnic camp and they say, right, well, you will come, but I need these certain amount of furniture there. So it's like, right, well, I'll craft that one. Okay, that takes two minutes. I'll craft that one two minutes. Yeah. And you get the last one. Oh, this is going to take eight hours. And it's like, oh, okay. But you can't speed it up. No, 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 it's fine. <laughs> um, and it's like, well, I'll, I'll get two building at the same time. So then you go through the, the thing with a different guest. And it's just like, oh, yeah, I'll come and we do this and we do this and we do this. Ah, oh, well, this one is going to take 10 hours and this is going to take a million coins. It's like, okay, so you do that. And I did that maybe 10, 12 times. And then the fun just got sapped out of it because it was just like I had a queue of three things building that were all going to take eight hours each, all with a, hey, you know what? If you press this button here, it'll be done instantly. Yeah, that's uh, unfortunate. (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, don't get me wrong. It it was light and fluffy. Um, I kind of wish they'd do an Animal Crossing on the mobile because it worked. It did work really well. Uh, the mechanics were there, looked great. All the fishing mechanics were great, and, and just charge me full price. Charge me thirty quid, forty quid, whatever, and I will happily sit there and play an Animal Crossing game. I think this is their way of uh, obviously with um, what was it, Super Mario, hmm. the the runner, and then. I think Fire Emblem Heroes was another one, and then this. Uh, Nintendo are really trying their way into the whole microtransaction, real, you know, real money shit. And yeah, yeah. Uh, mind you, Mario wasn't really that bad for that. Well, I don't know. All. So I've I've got that on my phone as well, and I was I had a quick go on that, and you get like the first four levels, and it's just like, oh no, sorry, you get the first three levels. It's like ah, so if you want to do the fourth one. You can either spend money and unlock it, or you can go back and you can grind all those purple coins, or you can do this, or you can do that. And I'm like, but I don't really want to do that. I just want to see what's on the next level. Well, pay money then. And I'm like, hmm. So after that, um, because I believe World 1 is only available for free, and then to unlock the rest of the worlds, then you need to buy the full game. Right, okay. So it it gets you by that paywall anyway with the with the Mario Run stuff, but right, uh, okay. Um, but like you were just saying, you know, the, it, it gives you the ability to pay full price. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a taster. Now, if you like it, you can pay full price if you want, but you've got the taster of, of what to expect. But at least you know what you're getting in yourself into. But yeah, it's yeah. A pity that they didn't do the same with Animal Crossing. However, um. I can't remember what I was listening to the other day that that basically said that the way that Mario treats this is similar to like an advertisement for when they're ready to make a game coming up for their console. Yeah, so this makes me very happy that they're testing the war. I mean, it does look like Animal Crossing, just obviously a shiny version of it. Sure, yeah. Which makes me think, ah, so they've already got all these characters done. Yep. Give me Animal Crossing. So that's probably going to be a thing next year. I would, oh, absolutely, I would say, absolutely. 
um, because people will be vying for a new uh, Animal Crossing game. And like you say, if they've already got like the art assets ready to go, then uh, I don't yeah. see why it's going to be a major issue. So you'll get your full price Animal Crossing game. Yes. Uh, not necessarily on a mobile phone. However, the Switch is mobile, so technically that's your yes. loophole. Yep, that makes me happy. Yeah, there you go, you see. Uh, what about yourself? So I played Super Mario Odyssey, as we were discussing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played Battlefield 1. I've been putting way more time into that than I should have. And I've been playing Portal Knights. Oh, uh, this is coming out on the Switch now, hasn't it? It has, Darren. I've, I've, I've been playing mm. Portal Knights. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I am doing things in a world and creating little portal things and going on to like other little worlds and doing stuff. And there's like some very light questy stuff in there. And it's very charming. It's mm. very Minecraft-esque in the sense that you, it's, it's a blocky world. You do things and attack enemies and you do stuff and get things and craft stuff. Um, the one thing I kind of felt was it's overwhelming in a sense that you collecting so much fucking stuff and you don't know what the fuck you're doing with it. Okay. Um, you can upgrade your like so like your workbench. There's a level two uh, upgrade, uh, anvil, furnace, that sort of stuff, and Mm. you can therefore craft more things. And there is stuff in like listed, and it's like, oh, you need. It shows you the stuff that you need to make it, and it's just like, I even know what that is. I, I know, I know, I'll encounter it later. But what the fuck? Uh, okay. uh, but there's some like stuff that's like, oh, that looks really good. Oh no, but you need this, this, and this, and this, and it's like, I'm like eight worlds in this, and I've not seen anything like this as of yet. But I'm collecting a shit ton of other stuff that I can't do anything with at the moment. Whether mm. I'll be able to do that later, I don't know. But I've been enjoying it. It's been good. It's it's been it's kind of been a chilled out thing. It's not quite as chilled out as um, Stardew Valley, mm. but it's been kind of a nice go to to have kind of this semi open worldy Minecrafty just kind of chill out and slash enemies and collect stuff and build things. And uh, I, I believe you do get the ability to have like just a flat world. So you can then go in and create and do your own stuff okay. uh, in there because unlike Minecraft where you can just go in and obviously build a giant fucking mansion and do all this, that, and the other. Yeah. Uh, with Portal Knights, the worlds are very specifically, uh, you know, they, they have like the very specific worlds and have specific enemies and do all this, that, and the other. So there's not really room for creativity in those worlds. Yeah. Uh, so that's why they give you like the flat worlds and it's just like, if you just want to build stuff, just go for it. And there's plenty, plenty in there that you can use to, you know, craft and build stuff. So, but yeah, it's not bad. I'm enjoying mm. it. It's it's not bad at all. To be fair, when it popped up on the uh, Nintendo store, I was like, I sat and watched the video. I'm like, that does actually look quite good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think it is multiplayer as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, I well, I've got a lot of cleaned up on orders to do, and I've got some games upstairs on rental, and then I've got Zelda to go. So. I'm good for the next couple of months. Well, what I was going to say was the, the, the way that the worlds, uh, are, or how big the worlds are, I would see that they'd have to scale those up quite a bit. Right, okay. To kind of accommodate. I, I don't think, because I, I think you can get like, is it up to four players? Oh, But wow. if the world, okay. worlds don't scale that big, there's not a lot to do in them. Mm. If you know what I mean? I don't know. It, it, it's one of those, like I say, it's very light on quests. It's kind of... Just hop through and do these things, and you know, um, but it's all right. I'm enjoying it. It's not cool. bad. Anyway, that is what we've been playing. Darren, let's talk about what we've been watching. Checkpoint. Darren, mm. what have you been watching? A couple of films. One very good one, to one mediocre one, and one that we turned off. Ha. Huh. So we watched the Emoji Movie. This is one you turned off, right? No, we got to the end of this. Oh, okay. Do you remember, do you remember, do you remember, God, what was it called now? The arcade machines when they were in the... A Wreck-It Ralph? Wreck-It Ralph, yeah. So imagine Wreck-It Ralph Mm -hmm. in a mobile phone with apps. Huh. 
So the different worlds, instead of the different arcade machines, they're different apps that they can go in and out of. And there's a story that some apps, uh, there's a, an emoji needs to do something for reasons. It was mm. not good. Um, Is this like centered towards like teens and stuff because they this, love emojis? Absolutely, yeah. So yeah, we had all the emojis on there and they all did the special emoji things and it had all the apps on there. Um, and you can tell the ones that could get the licenses for and the ones that they couldn't. Um, but a lot of them were very much tailored towards the younger audience should we say mm-hmm. yeah it was okay but so i i despise james corden and he played one of the main voices so you just got like a shuddered down yes, your spine like every time yes and i don't know what it is about him i've never met him or anything like that there's just something about him that just gets my back up he, he might you might be really good friends if you ever met and possibly but just, yeah but everything i've just seen just no Nope. No, okay. Nope. Um, so that was an instant put off. So now the one that we turned off, Captain Underpants in the first epic adventure or the first epic movie, should we say? Now this was one of those that we watched the trailer of and went, "Oh, that looks like it could actually be quite fun." Because you got a couple of kids, you got you got like Captain Underpants superhero type stuff. Is it? It's like a kiddie version of the Expendables. Uh, not Expendables. Um, Brick. But, but what's Expandables, expendables. What am I thinking? Incredibles. Incredibles. That's the one. I could visualize it, but my brain didn't even work. Huh. So we thought it was going to be like that. Now I know that this. So I've looked at it since, and this has been going for a while, I believe, as a cartoon. I think so. It's a very popular series of books. I know that for sure. Yeah. So I think there's a whole thing. Um, but I don't know. It just fell flat. I mean, we were both watching it. We got about an hour in. Christine turned around and said, how long has this got left? And I looked and it was like 20 minutes, half an hour. She went, I'm not sure I can get through it. And I went, you know what? I'm just not enjoying it either. So we just killed it. That's not good. No, but there again, I mean, I'm in my thought is now maybe I am just not the target audience for this. It's a kid's film. No, you're not. But um, I like kid's films. Yeah, but you're not the target audience. You may like them, but they're not for you. But anyway, th- this one didn't work. Now, one that really did work, Valerine and the City of the Thousand Planets. Is that actually the title you're just putting words together? I am probably putting <laughs> words together because I am quite tired. Um, I, I've th- This is the one that's directed... Is it Luke Besson who did yes. Fifth Element? Yes. So if... I'm not going to spoil this film at all. But all I will say is if you're a fan of Fifth Element, this feels very similar. Tell me, does it have a crazy blue woman singing? It does have a crazy blue woman in it. Is Uh, it the same alien woman? Oh. But visually stunning. Visually mind-blowing. Yeah. I've watched it twice now. Jesus. So to be fair, the, the, the story is a story enough to keep it moving from visual stunning to visual stunning to visual stunning. Mm-hmm. I did read some reviews where people say, ah, oh, the acting's all crap. And it's just like, it doesn't really matter. It, it, it's just a way of getting to the next beautiful scene. Right. Okay. So they, they focus more on visuals than the story. Yeah. I mean, there, don't get me wrong. There is a story there, but I, I just really, really enjoy this film. This was a this was like the Super Mario Odyssey of of films. You just watch it and you feel all good about watching it. It's wow. just a, a visual treat. Um, you don't have to think too much, uh, and you just get to the end and give it. Oh, that was good. I think we should like petition. Like, can we get that quote on the box? <laughs> the Super Mario Odyssey of of, of movies. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I had a what we both did. We both had a real good time with it. Mm-hmm. I, I might have to go out my way to watch this because uh, you sound very enthused about it. It's about two, it's over two hours. Okay. But again, it's one of those you'll get to the end of the two hours like, wow, where did that just go? Right, okay. That's not too bad. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Hmm. Let's see, TV-wise, all we've watched is The Punisher. It's good. Yeah, so we watched it over over the period of two nights, I think, two and a half nights. For me, the best of the Netflix Marvel series. 
The others have been okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, in fact, the others have been quite good. Some of them not as good as the others, but I think this... I don't know if it's just because it's more re- relatable or the fact that he's not actually a superhero as such. He's just out for revenge and doing stuff. Yeah, but again, I, I thought all the characters were in it were good. Uh, it was just genuinely a very good film. Uh, very good TV. Yeah. I've watched... The 13 episodes total? Yeah. think I'm on episode 11. Um, okay. Uh, but it's it's very good. I mean, I, I think I messaged you at one point and said, does it have any bearing on uh, anything? Because I've not watched Luke Cage or Iron Fist or The Defenders. Yeah, yeah. But The Punisher feels grounded. Yes. Compared to the ones, it, it, you know, it's just a dude uh, that is angry for reasons. and But... The, I think it's very interesting is the Frank Castle character uh, yeah. from the TV series. Uh, they give a lot of emotional weight to it, but uh, it's, it's a very good show. Yeah, it's very yeah, good. Um, yeah, Punisher is very good. I, I'm excited to watch the last three episodes. Yeah. So not only did I watch the Punisher, Darren, hmm. you messaged me about Bates Motel. Oh yeah, we went, talked about Arsmus, weren't we? We were, From and then, uh, that was it, yeah. And uh, it was like, oh, she's in Bates Motel. You've not watched that yet? And I'm like, no, I've not watched that yet. You should watch that. And I'm like, all right, okay. How, how far and are you through now? I've watched season and a half nice. of it. And uh, my God, that show's really good. I told you. That show's really good, Darren. And, oh, man, the acting is just really well done. The stories are intriguing. The setting is just... I was a bit confused initially because it makes it feel very old style yeah. in the aesthetic, but it's got modern technology and it is set more modern day. Yeah. I think it's a very interesting way of doing it, considering obviously the original was set in the 60s. Yeah, 60s, yeah. 60s. yeah it's just all the actors are just super good. Uh, the, the kid that plays uh, Norman Bates is just, uh, just a nutter. It's just like, but it's like that underlying "I could go crazy at any second" sort yeah, of thing, yeah. and you feel very uneasy when you see him on screen. His mum is no different. Um, Mrs. Bates is just brilliant. She just flip flops between "Hi, I'm angry." "Hi, I'm a bitch," you know, and just like "I'm a psycho," and uh, yeah. and then her that plays Artemis just she's just adorable. She she plays a brilliant character in it. She's just, she's just lovely. She's going to play a perfect Artemis. She really she's, is. I can, I, yeah, I can see her being really good. Bates Motel is really good. So yep. once I finish Punisher, I'm going to go back to Bates Motel. However, so there's a film out called The Disaster Artist, oh, okay. uh, which is based on. I've not watched that one. Uh, which is based on the making of a film called The Room, which is supposed to be like the best worst film ever made. Uh, now I've seen like video reviews and that sort of stuff of, of this and kind of dissections of this film. And I thought I'm bound to watch it. Yeah. So last night I ended up watching The Room. Okay. Boy, that film is special in a in a kind of so awesome you can't turn away because uh, it's just so special and how bad it is. What are we talking like Kung Fury? No, this is like no, th- this isn't. This isn't bad for the sake of being bad. This is just fucking terrible. It's just a really bad film. Okay. It's just really bad, but it's there's something about it that makes it entertaining. This wasn't purposely done to be bad. It just turned out to be bad. Okay. Um, like bad taste it's, bad. It's just fucking bad. Okay. It's just a bad film. Okay. It's just, it's just badly it's just badly acted. It's badly everything. But it's so it's fascinating. It's like car crash. Basically, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at. It's like, yeah, it's like car crash TV. It really is. Okay. Um, I would recommend you watch that just out of curiosity. Uh, part of me wanted to watch it just because I want to go see The Disaster Artist because I'm hearing really fucking good stuff about it. So The Disaster Artist is uh, what, like a mockumentary of the making the room? Yeah, this is, uh, it's uh, uh, James Franco. Okay. Uh, directing it, and he plays the he plays Tommy Wasser, who did the room. Um, but it's the story of how the film got made, and all this, that, and the other things, kind of the shit that went on 
like during the production of this film. Okay. Um, but it's like James Franco, Dave Franco, Seth Rogen, and a uh. bunch of other people. Um, but they're saying that it's that good that it's like Oscar worthy uh, with oh. it, with some stuff, and it's like, huh. So I thought, fuck it, I'll, I'll give the room a watch because I wouldn't mind seeing that before seeing the disaster artist, so I know what I'm getting into. Yeah, sure. Boy, is that film special. But yeah, that's that's all I've been watching, other than the challenge section, Darren. So, Terry. Yes. Tell me about Footloose. So, basically, dance and music is just outlawed in this town. Yeah. For reasons. Because the guy out of Third Rock said he can't. Yeah. <laughs> But Kevin Bacon isn't going to stand for that, and he's going to dance. He don't give a shit. He's just dance, and then he'll swing from stuff or rafters for things. reasons. I just like the fact that he gets really upset at one point. He's like, and then he just goes off and slams the door, and he steals the car, and he's just going away. Then he just dances for five minutes. To be honest, there was uh, <laughs> there was there was once a Family Guy episode, and it was Peter Griffin says. Oh, when I'm angry, I just go off to a bar and dance and, and replicate the entire routine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That film has a really dumb premise. It has, yeah. But, man, is that... It's just cheesy in the best way possible. Yeah. It's just like the opening credits for the first, like, three, four minutes is just Footloose being played over people dancing. Yeah. And it's not even the full thing. It's just their feet. I know. Because the, 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 their feet are loose. It, it's just dancing. I just love it. It's just it's really good. It's just a really good film. Um, like I say, it just has a dumb premise. And the, there are some people I recognise in there, but I, I can't place the faces. Yeah, so you'll so, recognise... Um, so go on to IMDb and start looking down the list and you'll be like, no way, no way. It's one I, of those. I, was it Sarah Jessica Parker? Yeah. I think yeah. she's yeah, in she's there. In it. Yeah, she was the... Um, She's were uh, Kevin Bacon's love interest sister, I think, or, or friend. That was yeah, I think it was the friend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, honestly, there's not a ton that happens. No, no, no. And it's, it's just, it's just about fighting. I was going to say the man, but I think it's fighting Jesus. Well, the the, the man who is speaking on behalf of Jesus is just fighting yeah. him. Yeah. It it was there when it got to like the book burning and all this that and then it's just like what the fuck is going on? I know. Um, and then I recognised the the like Jonathan Lithgow, the pastor's wife. Yeah, she's out of the Lost Boys. She is, yeah, yeah. Um, she's the mum. Just like uh, like it took me like twenty minutes to like. Did I recognise? Where are you from? I, I didn't want to cheat and look on IMDb just in case of spoilers. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was a really good film. I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm, I'm digging these films. Um, funnily enough, these ones that are set in the eighties are really appealing to me. Okay, cool. Uh, Kevin Bacon pre E breakdown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good. Glad you enjoyed it. Um, so I'm saving. Th- I've got something special for you, but that's not going to be in this next one. You're going to get that over Christmas. But the next one you're going to get is, or definitely was, a very good okay. film. Oh, okay. Now, I have seen this film within the last year because it was on TV. Uh, I probably only caught the last the last three quarters of it, but I sat there and watched it and thought, man, I remember this film being amazing. Okay. Your next film is Convoy. People will probably be laughing, right? Oh, like, oh, yeah, I've, I've never heard of this film. Okay. Um, I think it's on <laughs> one of the streaming services. Right, okay. I'm not, I can't remember what, is it, is it the 70s or 80s? It's around about that time. Mm, okay. But it'd be interesting to see what it's like on a first run. I think it may be a bit of a slow burn from memory, mm. but still, I've got very fond memories of it. Okay. 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 So your next film is Convoy. Fair enough. And that is what we've been watching. Let's talk about what we've been reading. Darren, mm-hmm. have you been reading anything? So, um, no. more <laughs> listening. So, I was kind of stuck for something to listen to. And uh, mm. so I was flicking through on Audible and I saw this bargain. It was like one credit 
30 hours worth of books. There was three books in there. It's called the Monster what? Collection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, so there was Jekyll and Hyde, there was Frankenstein and Dracula. Okay. And they're all good narrators, uh, good uh, good actors. They were, they were voice acting these things. Ah, oh, brilliant, brilliant. Listen, listen to these. The first book was done in three hours. What? Yeah, so the the Jekyll and Hyde was done in in three hours. Uh, it was done by the guy who did the voice in the thing, um, uh, the guy who did Tolkien in in the Lord of the Rings stuff. Oh, that guy with that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that thing in the Who's Me wants it. Yeah, so very well voice acted, but it was done in like the oldie worldy tongue, so to speak. Mm. So you know, like the scene of uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. With that kind of dialogue, and I just found it quite hard. And again, right. even though I'm I'm very familiar with the Jekyll and Hyde story, this was being told as if you'd never heard it before. So it's all the intrigue of who is this Mister Hyde, and da, 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 and, and why are you doing this, and who's he, and what's he done, and I'm like, well, the same person. <laughs> so that got a bit. Well, that wore a bit thin. Now, the the next one that I've I've got about an hour into is the Frankenstein one, and we've not even got anywhere near. It's still all the backstory, so I think this is where the bulk of it's going to be. Uh. And I, yeah, I'm about an hour, hour and a half. I'm like, I, I, I'm struggling. I'm really struggling. So it was good in hindsight, but yeah, yeah. So I've actually been listening to quite a lot of music. So it's been one of those, like, shall I listen to the audiobook? I'm sure I can find something to listen to. (laughs) (laughs) Something better. Yeah, so past couple of episodes or or a while back, I've been on about a uh, a mockumentary called uh, People Just Do Nothing. Mm. Uh, About a bunch of garage MCs that have a pirate radio station, and it's just their fly-on-the-wall documentary. Okay. So I, I love it for the music because it's like Speed Garage, a bit of grime, that kind of thing. They've actually released an album called Mix uh, The Lost Tape. In fact, this is the one that I sent you and said, here, stick your ears around this. And I listened to it at like the first track and I'm like, I, I don't know what this is, but it's 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 okay. It's putting a smile on my face. And, and that was the thing. So I listened through the entire album. I mean, it's, it's good. It's upbeat. I, in fact, went running to it. And it was great for that. Um, but because I'm familiar with the characters, hearing them talking and talking over each other and MC and all the rest of it, just, I don't know, it just put a real smile on my face. Probably been through it about five, six times now. Bloody hell, right, okay. Um, but yeah, it's uh, but yeah, it's Corrupt FM, The Lost Tape. And if you do like a bit of Speed Garage, um, it is, it's some of the class, more classic tracks mixed in with a bit of grime uh, with them MCing over. It's pretty good. Safe to say, Darren Likey very much. Yeah. Then I'm looking through, and uh, Pete Tong has released another uh, classical album, should we say? Um, so he did, I think I mentioned it last year, he did the Heritage Collection, where he'd taken a lot of old trans tracks and got the Heritage Orchestra to, to, to do the orchestra things. Okay. Um, he's just released another one called, uh, I think it's called the Beta Classics, which has done a very similar thing. Um, but I don't think this is as good as the previous one. Um, maybe because the first time around it was a novelty. And this is just like, oh, all right, which other tracks can we do? Right, okay. Um, there's still some classic stuff on there. The, 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 I mean, there, there was um, Prodigy Out of Space done by an orchestra, which is like, <laughs> man, that's bizarre. That actually sounds not bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, but not, not bad. I mean, I've only listened to it once. It may be a grower, uh, but first time around I wasn't as blown away as I was when I listened to the other album for the first time. Mm. Then I went down a bit of a rabbit hole. I started listening to quite a lot of 80s hair metal. So Come to the some, dark side, Darren. Yeah, so, so there was a bit of uh, bit Motley Crue in there, a bit of Poison. Um, listened to a bit of Queen. Um, went even older, so I had uh, listened to a bit of ELO, Skid Row. Um, and it just went down this uh, rabbit hole. And one thing I thought was, why is everybody talking about shagging schoolgirls? <laughs> was this okay back then? <laughs> and if so, then <laughs> some people are, I can understand why people did some of the stuff they did. <laughs> it was a different time back then. Is the is the same excuse you'll hear constantly. Uh, that's unsettling. But n- listen to lyrics of uh, a lot of the Mot- Motley Crue and stuff like that. It, it was like, they're talking about schoolgirls. 
and in their little schoolgirl outfits doing <laughs> schoolgirl things. Now I know in America that they tend to wear the schoolgirl outfits for longer. They leave, they leave school at a later date, don't they? Well, I mean, in America, they just wear just normal clothes. I don't think they really wear school uniforms. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know, maybe that's where the fascination came from. But th- there was a lot of talk about schoolgirls. And I was like, okay. <laughs> unless unless it's because they're in like private schools. I think private schools in, over there have to wear uniforms. Yeah. Because yeah, so yeah. there was even that, um, was it the Bon Jovi video? The always, was it? We had Liv uh, Tyler and Alicia Silverstone in schoolgirl uh, outfits. Yeah. Sneaking yeah. out and going on a joyride. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean. <laughs> simpler times, Terry. Simpler times. God damn it. I wish I was back in the 80s. Yeah. Um, and then just uh, finally today, I made a start on Artemis, uh, which I know ah. you mentioned last time. Um did. Only about an hour in. Um, really enjoying the premise so far. Yeah. Uh, she's just been, uh, not spoiling it, but she's just been offered a job to do uh, yep. for a million, what was it? Slugs. Slugs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she, and she's like, yeah, I'll do that. But the good thing is because I can visualize the actress, I think that's really helping. It is. Um, I've finished this book. Mm. I, I, I listened to this in, in pretty much in one go. I was very impressed with this book. Mm. I really liked it. Um, the Like you said, the, the kind of the attitude and like you said, being able to visualize and that sort of stuff works way better. Uh, I like the fact that she's telling it from her point of view. Yeah. I think that helps with like like with Ready Player One. Yes, you know when when the character is telling the book from their point of view instead of da 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 he said da 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 she said yeah. and back and forth. But uh, the one thing I wasn't so keen on is I think it's like she's doing a Russian accent for every accent she does. Uh, I Her disagree. accents are fantastic. So there, yeah, so there was the bartender, which was that was rough. I think it was an Irish accent. I, I wasn't so sure. I thought, I thought she was. I don't know. But but then Possible. she's doing. And again, this the, I don't think this is spoilery, but you'll obviously know a lot more about this. So she's almost doing like um, a video message to somebody, and I think that it's like um, an African accent she's doing there, and I think that's pretty spot on. The African accent's pretty spot on. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's some of the accents she can do really well. Yeah, some of them is just like just kind of do a rough approximation of what you think that sounds like, and 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 we'll just we'll just go with it. Yeah, but about an hour in, hour what well, maybe an hour and a half. I think mm. they've set up the scene nicely. I've got a good visual picture of of how everything's laid out and the size. And yeah, I, I'm I'm in for this. I like it, uh, and it's only eight and a half hours long. Yeah, so I can see me having this done by the end of the week because um, I am. Uh, it, it's just very easy to listen to. Yeah, it was it was a very short but sweet uh, kind of thing. But, and, and, uh, and I assume with being written, who's been written by that this will end up in a film within the next coming years. So that's what I was thinking. Okay, uh, because visually, in my head, I like with some of the scenes later on. I was kind of visualizing that. I could see that and this yeah, is how yeah. that looks and all this, that and the other. And I like you said, I, I think the premise um alone just kind of is just super interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and what they could do with that, I, I think it would look really good. But I had the same thought of because they'd done the Martian. Yeah. I can see them doing this. Yeah. Um so yeah, they they could be very interesting. But that that book is is very, very good. Yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying it so far. So yeah. Uh, oh, I, I did quickly start um, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? And by quickly, I mean I did about three minutes of it and I'm just like, this is word for word, the comic book. Yeah. But just with a very droll sounding person, I'm just like, you know what? My head's not ready for this. Yeah, so I did uh, I did the preview, which was about five minutes long. And I was like, this could be perfect if I need to get to sleep. <laughs> I want to know what that is, that book is, so I, I will listen to it eventually, but I'm just not in the 
mindset of listening yeah, to yeah. it right it, now. It kind of meant like me with that monster collection. It's just like, mm. because I think things about monster collection, because I know the stories, there's no intrigue there. Sure, yeah. I am also, well, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm interested to hear the proper story without all these. Um, so I guess that what we've seen is is an adapt, adaptation of it. So it'd be mm-hmm. nice to hear from the horse's mouth, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. So We'll yeah. see what it's like. I don't know. But Darren, mm. it's that time again where we take a trip into the reading corner. Darren the Punisher. So I enjoyed this. Um, and I I read this before moving on to the Netflix series. Ah, uh, okay. And it left me intrigued enough to want to power through the Punisher series. Sure, okay. My only... If there was only one negative I thought of on it. Now, I read six comics because that was what was the the first volume, I think. Sure, yeah. Um, I, I can't remember what the name of it was, but the, the volume had a name. Oh, I should say that story arc had a name. Um, so it did all its stuff. It was it was good. It kind of gave a decent enough backstory. I just thought eh, the ending was terrible. Yeah. Um, the ending was just like, right, so we've concluded the story, but the next bit happens in the next book. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I've just read six. I, I just want a nice conclusion <laughs> here. Allude to something, but don't end something on such a cliffhanger. Just give me what I asked for, damn it. Yeah. It Yeah, it did cut off very short. It's just like, uh, is that it? Yeah. You, you went you went through the whole Vietnam War. Yeah. Went through all the strife and all this, that, and the and now he's back. And it's just, what? Yeah. I thought the setup was pretty good. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the, the Vietnam stuff, I thought that was uh, pretty entertaining. Um, very, very graphic. I, I, I like the Mac series stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is, it is very, very graphic and there's a lot of swearing in it. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind. I think it, it, it wasn't that wordy, so you could get through. I mean, I, I got through the, the six comics in one sitting and it didn't take me any more mm. than about an hour. No, it, it, visually it's, is very, very, very lovely. Yeah. It's very nice. I really do like the, uh, the art style on this, but, uh, it's just weird to see, like, in a Marvel comic book. And then, like I said, I know the Max series was different, but, like, his face getting blown off. His yeah, fucking yeah. things getting torn apart. Here's a dude fucking shooting this cow and these Vietnamese people to death. Yeah. Um, however, I did like that. I, I don't know if I was supposed to laugh at it when the general comes and it's just like, oh, just, oh the, where's so-and-so? And it's like, oh, just look over that hill. No, keep going. Keep going and just gets his head shot off by a sniper. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if I'm supposed to laugh at that, but it's just the irony of just him being a fucking idiot and him being in charge. I don't remember but, that bit. Uh, yeah, uh, I think it's like one or two comic uh, like issues in. It was, yeah. yeah, it's just something very silly. But, but but there again, I mean, I did read it pretty much straight away after we recorded. Mm. So it's been like two weeks, but yeah. But yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, it. It's been one of the better ones. Yeah, I didn't mind this one. It, like I say, it was quite dark, and uh, yeah, it's, it's not it's not bad at all. But Darren, hmm. I fancy a little bit of silliness in my life. Okay, um, you know, coming from a very serious person, uh, not at all. Um, I like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Do you know what else I like? I like Ghostbusters. Really, there's a crossover between them. So we're going to read the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ghostbusters crossover. <laughs> okay. So it's a far episode, uh, sorry, a far issue run. Okay. And they're currently on sale on Comixology for 69 pence a piece. Fantastic. Um, and I believe it looks like it's the cartoon Ghostbusters. Oh, the the real Ghostbusters. I think so. Okay. So, yeah. We're Has gonna, Egon we're got the... like a massive hair swirl? I believe so. Okay. But he's not blonde. Ah, okay. But uh, yeah, we're going to read the uh, Ninja Turtles Ghostbusters crossover. Okay, cool. It should be something silly. Yeah. And that, Darren, was the reading comment.
so that's it. Mm. This is, it's a nice little short one. We're getting closer to Christmas now. We're getting tired and just want to hibernate and just do good stuff like sleep. Yeah, and and the next episode will be slightly longer because we plan to do what we did last year and not give like a top 10 or a top five, just a, a simple top one on uh, on each one of the categories. Yeah, it'd be nice to give us a, you know, look back through the year. Yeah. Um, so so I've, I've actually put quite a lot of work into that, going through uh, all the games I've played, all the movies I've watched, because with me buying them all, it's quite easy to go through my emails to see where I purchased and give it, oh, that one, I've got all about that. So I've been thinking about it since we set the show notes up mm. uh, for what my game of the year is, and I am really struggling. I, I've got about four or five contenders. Uh, it turned out there was a few good things came out this year. There was, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, in in all media, so it's uh, it's getting a bit difficult. But uh, yeah, that'll be the next episode. But if you'd like to email us in the meantime, mm. you can email us at podcast at checkpointdone.com. You can get in touch with us on Twitter at checkpointdone. Facebook search checkpointdone. The website is checkpointdone.com. We have YouTube stuff. Uh, go look there. Go on the site. Just stuff mm-hmm. uh personal twitters darren is at d5120 yep and i'm at fox 1 so until next time bye goodbye, goodbye.